Welcome back, listeners. I was going to say viewers there. But that's on patreon.com forward slash mid-south moments. You can, you can watch us. Um, I hope people don't really go to that because we haven't got a Patreon. That, that, that remains my dream, yeah. though. That does remain my dream to be able to do. I was thinking yeah, about you're this. you're saying that. Someone's now going to set it up and oh, yeah, steal it just rake in the bucks in. Yeah. My dream, I said, to, I sort of talked to you about this off air, but I would really like to do, um, I'd like to do three podcasts. One would be like a weekly, not where you go through everything in detail, but like a weekly show that's maybe like an hour. And you just talk about that week in wrestling. So you have to watch everything. Maybe I will, perhaps I'd have to make, some, I'd delegate work like to someone. Do that. I'll carry on this until the end of, either Mid-South Wrestling or UWF, to, to TBC. Um, and also what I'd really like to do is do, like I said to you before about um, 1989, just sticks out for me in terms of, I want to watch every WF Superstars, every every Wrestling Challenge, every Saturday Night's Main Event, every WCW show, as much as other territorial stuff that I can get my hands on and like do it with like pop culture mixed in. But basically that's a, that's a full-time job. So I reckon if we can get maybe... Uh, what do we need? Probably thousand patron subscribers at hundred pounds a month. <laughs> what would that be? So that would be a thousand. Uh, just I mean, to clarify, should, everyone, he's now currently calculating hundred yeah, grand sorry, a month. Just everyone. Is that right? right? Just stop, everyone. Sorry, can I just put in perspective here? This guy works in the financial services industry, as as do I, which is where we originally. Well, we didn't actually meet through that. Cutting that out. Ironic, ironically, we did. <laughs> And he's just got the calculator out there to work out what 1,000 times 100 is. I always thought it would be 10,000, but it's 100,000 pounds. You, if you want your, you know, any financial needs, yeah, give him a bell. I mean, to be honest, if we got 100... If you want a bodger tax return because you can't count, <laughs> give him a bell. I mean, if we got 100... I mean, basically, we just we need 100... If we got 15 grand a month, I mean, obviously, I would take... What are you... T- I would take 70% of that. Yeah, between us. Um, and then, yeah, I'll take 70% of that. And then, because obviously I do all the editing and stuff and, you know, clearly the brain's the operation, but then we could go full time and do our podcast, live, live the podcast dream. So if you're interested in signing up to our hundred pound a month Patreon, reach out to me at mid South moments on a mid moments on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he can't think- count and he also can't even get his twitter handle correct. I think I mean, I'm, I'm actually genuinely. If you want to sign up to that and you trust where your money's going. With this guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, go for it. And to be honest, given his maths, you could probably get away with just sending a tenner. Yeah, just send what you like. I'm not, we're not FCA this. regulated. No money back guarantee. Um, I actually genuinely feel like, and I didn't mention this off air, I played golf today. It was very hot, very muggy. I think I've, I'm slightly delirious through dehydration, if I'm honest, but the perfect uh, state of mind to do podcasting, I would say. Um, I would say so. Yes. We, uh, I mean, people might not notice, but just so you, you know, you, you might be able to tell with mine and Steve's, but... Um, our podcasts always involve us both having a drink. So if you <laughs> if you do wonder why it might be a bit more talkative, I mean, obviously, you know, we didn't meet through our love of wrestling. We met through our love of Fulham and drinking. So, mm. you know, we talk slightly. Yeah, as you as you as you lot probably realise, I'm not I'm not the wrestling historian that these guys are. But um, a couple of drinks down me and a bit of Wikipedia, and I'm any and many ones historian. <laughs> so Absolutely. yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, oh. so it's the best. It's the best. It's the best uh, time to uh, to podcast after a couple of couple of beverages. We say. Absolutely, and we've got a bit of a hybrid episode today because I, ever the professional, have not watched the last twenty minutes of this uh, this episode. So um, yeah, and just to clarify, everyone, I have. Yes. So 
when you're signing up for this Patreon and he's just said he's taken out X amount of money, just remember the guy that's actually watching the stuff. <laughs> that uh, is but yeah, true. All right, next. So we're getting our time machines back to August the 31st, 1965, and a big shocker at the desk. It's the return of Cowboy Bill Watson, Boyd Pierce, trumpets play. Alas, it was not the return of Boyd's superb colourful outfits as he had the bang average Mid-South blazer on. Very sad story. So you didn't have the blazer on, Mid-South blazer on, though? Bill what? Bill. Yes. Not One rule for the rest. Preachers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No. Uh, this week, we have the Fantastics, Hacksaw Jim Duggan um, versus the One Man Gang in a bounty match. The tag team champions defend against Al Perez and Wendell Cooley. Was that last week? Are they back again? Don't know. It might be something I haven't seen yet. We've got Butch Reed versus the Nightmare. So this is a loaded week of action. And Boyd said... That, oh no, uh, oh, I don't know. Boyd said that Beard was the most not, Beard? Boyd said that Bill was the most oh, he's, delirious. He's very, he's very delirious. Yeah. yeah. Boyd said that Bill was the most knowledgeable man in and out of the ring. And while he's sad, it's, he's back under these circumstances, obviously via his 90 day in ring suspension after his loss in the Superdome. Boyd is delighted that he's returned. Watts talks a little bit about his feud and then moves on to talk about the number of letters they receive. And they're going to start answering some key issues on air. And Watts said they get a lot of questions about the Rock and Roll Express. He said they are very proud of them and that they were basically, um, they found these fine youngsters. And then they, then he went on to explain that they had an opportunity to go to the Mid-Atlantic area, so Jim Crockett, for the World Tag Team titles. And they won them. And he said they try and get them back on Mid-South cards in the future. And he wants to wish them a ton of luck. So this is really interesting stuff here in the absolute, complete honesty that this situation was dealt with. Something that's re- very rare in wrestling ever, perhaps even more so in 1985. Wow. This was this was um, uh, really, really interesting stuff. What did you make of this opening? Yeah, it's just like very honest. I think we said before, like, you, you don't really sort of acknowledge the others, other promotions exist, really, do you? Ordinarily. Not really. And, and, he's, and he's just given a real... You know, real, right, you know, I'm getting letters about it, which, to be honest, we said before about this letters thing, like, you know, are they or aren't they, whatever. But, I, you know, that's the way you communicated back then, right? You couldn't set up a Twitter account and start, you know, you know, good or bad, how people use it. But you, you wouldn't be able to tweet him these things. Yeah. So, letter was probably, if you were strong, and, and I can imagine the Rock and Roll Express uh, garnering that much of emotion in people that Big they time. would say, well, hang on a minute, I want to see these guys on my on my tv um and i think it was honest of him to say you know rather than come up with some story you know rubbish just be honest because actually what he's trying to say i think what he's trying to say there is then they'll be back that's how i viewed it he's saying they'll be back but they're going off to do other things and they're they're winning stuff elsewhere um you know they're not they're not they've not gone off how i looked at it is he's not sort of saying they've gone off for money it probably is massive that they've not left to go to the wwf at this stage, uh, like as in for him, but, but do you know what I mean? Like they've not gone to join Vince. Um, I think that you know what people might not like what I'm about to say. I think they were too small for Vince in '85. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say, they were big. They were a big name. Yeah, they were massive. That hasn't yeah. gone to Vince. Is the point yeah. I'm trying to make. Yeah. It must be good for him to say, "Look, they have gone," and may- maybe he did have that thing of, "I want to put this right. I don't want people to think this is another two that we may have lost or that Vince has gone and picked up, you know, just to let you know, there are all these other promotions except, you know, he, you know, in essence, maybe it was a roundabout way of saying they're everywhere except for where you think they are. 
Yes, yeah. yeah. I know you yeah. might think that, but at the time, these guys were top draw. If I was a Mid-South fan, I'd be thinking they were good enough for any promotion. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so I, I do I wonder if it's a bit that. And, and fair play, I like the honesty. I also like the answer in Fan Mail Live. It's like Saturday morning, proper Saturday morning kids TV over here, isn't it? Answering your letters and your and and, and your posts. But um, yeah, I really liked it. I, yeah, I we've thought said this was really before, good. Actually, the honesty sometimes that they do is is, is really good. Yeah, I agree. Um, Bill then went on to talk about the wrestling, the wrestling fans wrestling association meeting. Uh, rolls off the tongue that name uh, in Kansas. And Boyd Pierce was selected as the wrestling commentator of the year. He said that he had over eight thousand votes, and he was up against Vince McMahon and Gordon Soley. And Boyd said he didn't go. Jim Melger accepted it on his behalf. <laughs> but, he, but if he had been there, he would have accepted the award on behalf of the two of them, plus Jim Ross, Jim Ross and Joe Watts. And do you think that Boyd regretted not going to that meeting or do you think he hated the company of other humans? I was just in bits this whole thing. <laughs> like, so, he's, so there was the Wrestling Fans International Association that met in Kansas City in 1985. And it's for the fans. He got 8,000 votes. Well, they're telling us sometimes they're getting X amount of 1,000 letters. Yeah, yeah. 8,000 didn't sound overly... Made me think, no, it's not that many votes, is it? Um, <laughs> but I I thought this was absolutely amazing. However, I went another look, and this convention, um, I think it said started at a, um, 1965 at that Cauliflower Alley Club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, but like when I looked at it, you had, where was it? I'm just, I'm just sorry. Just like, that's terrible for podcasting, but I just don't look that. They had like, it was split. You had a different sort of show around the country. If you know what I mean? So you had different ones, if you know what I mean? Like a West coast one, a Southwest one and et cetera, et cetera. But obviously I'm guessing he made it out like this was the main one. Um, and I will come later on into my thoughts on, on, on Boyd winning. I love Boyd and good on him, but all I've seen him do is be a ring announcer for the past month or two. Uh, ages. Yeah. Probably three months. He's won. Yeah. He's won. He's run wrestling commentator of the year. All I've seen him commentate is say how much a bloke weighs and where he's from and his name. So if I was watching mid South, I'd be thinking, what is Vince McMahon doing over there? Just like, like dribbling i don't know, like this guy's winning best commentator of the year and all he does is ring announce yeah what are the other two doing like <laughs> i i i'm 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 questioning the voting uh, on that and look i love boyd but for me he wins it in 83 84 he don't win it in 85 no um and it, like, let's not get started on how joel was clearly being robbed um <laughs> He had. I just thought, what a year for him to win it. Yeah, it's bizarre. The year that we clearly have said he stepped aside. So I don't really know. But um, I got. I tried to have a look, and I I don't think this event still still goes. And this is still a club that we could join because it says it's international. So there's no reason why we why we couldn't be members of this. And you know. I mean, you're like a fully fledged wrestling journalist now. So well, perhaps we'll um, perhaps we'll start it again, and um, we can raise some some people. Perhaps if you want to join this with us, you can pay us two hundred pounds a month on Patreon.com forward slash Mid Moments. Um, I mean, there is. I mean, there is um, on eBay for fifty five bucks, including shipping, 
a program from from the event. Really? Uh, yeah. From from the 1965 so, Wrestling Fans Wrestling Association meeting in Kansas. Yep. Send that. Send yep. that. I'm, I, send that link to me. And there's please. also a 985 Pro Wrestling. Someone's selling for 15 bucks. The registration form to wow. attend. That's mad. Um, I'm pretty sure this is. Hang on, let me just double check this. Yeah, 1985 convention, Kansas City, August the 7th to August the 10th. Yeah, that would be the right time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's just have a quick look at this. Um, it's got a photo of cl- close-up page of Ric Flair and Adrian Adonis on the inside. You got the the giant Andre the Giant is inducted into the Hall of Fame by the looks of it. Uh, there's a few little pages this guy's showing, so I'll uh, send that over to you. you have a little look. Yeah, please um, do. But yeah, so it just made me what a time for him to win it. But there we go. Yeah, that's absolutely brilliant. And um, Bill then talks about the most fantastic wrestler that's coming to Mid South. He's not sure when, but we then get a music video set to Willie Nelson's Midnight Rider. So we're out in the country and someone is walking and then he disappears. A silver dollar is shown. There's a wood bridge with a piece missing. Be careful, Midnight Rider. He appears and walks over it, no problem. His reflection's then shown in some water. We then get a shot of him looking into the sun. I'll come back to this because I don't want to give any spoilers. Uh, we then got a big truck driving down the road, another silver dollar, then a helicopter, no expense spared. Little thumbs up from the Midnight Rider before he gets out. Now he's wearing a red mask. Our hero is now on a motorbike asking a guy for directions, but then he's gone, leaving just a silver dollar in his wake, which the guy then picks up and looks confused. This was incredible. Now, what did you think of this? And I'm going to tell you after your thoughts who this is, because there's a key bit in this video that we've talked about on air before. This is my favourite ever promo. (laughs) And I don't care. Yeah. All all I know, all I know is that the Midnight Rider, if he carries on like this, Oh, could be he could be displacing Adrian Street for me if he carries on like this. Yeah, I mean, this is what a. I mean, just to clarify, last week no one knew he was. This week, Bill Watts telling me telling me that he's there to beat up to help out him and his mates. Yes. You know, he was last week. Last week he's dropped a video package, as I said, like a terrorist. This week is his best mate. Which can we just clarify? Boyd pulls him up on. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. Boyd does pull him up, but obviously, at the end of the day, when you are the commentator of the year, you are going to pull up on inadequacies like that because you are the best in the business. Um, special effects disappearing. The mask. One minute, the mask's on. Turns his head. The mask's off. <laughs> this is groundbreaking. Helicopter. He's dropping dollars everywhere. This guy. He's minted. He's dropping a dollar here, dollar there, dollar here, dollar there. Yeah, he is at least five bucks that video must have cost him um i'm excited for the midnight rider i mean he walks across a wooden bridge at one stage and doesn't look as agile as i was hoping the midnight rider might be he looked like a might he might end up being now you're gonna tell me in a minute but looks a bit more dumpy than i thought he looks on previous ones but he helped at the end of the video he asked a man for directions who i don't trust i don't think the bloke knew where where he was going because he sort of looked a bit puzzled and then just pointed straight down the road but got left a dollar for his for his help um if you haven't watched this which i imagine unless you watch and listen to this podcast you probably haven't please watch it it's wicked (laughs) yeah it's so it's so Uh, good so there was it's it's really difficult to find out 
what happened and perhaps perhaps I shouldn't find out what happened because I because I, I perhaps I should stop looking but basically there's a bit in this which, which I'm sure you'll remember um where they show the back of the guy he takes his mask off and he's got a thick head of hair mm-hmm. so we talked about that this this particular video in the Eric Watts um week because that was Micah Watts we believe with the hair so Bill's son Right. But the Midnight Rider is Bill Watts. Oh my gosh! Yeah, which explains that walk across the bridge. Yes, where I yeah. looked and went, "Hmm, sure about that." And then, which is why Bill knows he's going to help him. And he's, ah, oh, this is ah, oh, I've lost it. So I'll That's be it. honest with you, I I didn't just to get clarify. Just to clarify, he's not going to he's not going to beat Adrian Street for me now. I know who it is. But <laughs> however, however. I don't even know why I even said that because Adrian Street is the absolute man. But oh my god, that is exciting, isn't it? And yeah, exciting. It is. I'm excited so, now. Last week, I I watched the first promo and noted down my notes, and then in between in the episode where there's some, there's a squash match or something going on, I I googled it, and then I re- I found out it was him. And then when I listened to the second promo, it sounds like him actually. When you know, when you know, but you didn't, he didn't, when before I knew, I didn't know. All I read a minute ago was that, I know that Dusty Rhodes played this character previously in Florida, and I don't right. know what happens with Bill Watts here, and I don't know how, where this sort of goes. So it's but, not, um, so you, so you know for a fact it's not Dusty Rhodes? I know for a fact it's not Dusty Rhodes, yeah, yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is great, isn't it? Yeah, so back from the this video, Boyd said. We, we, we spoke last week about CM Punk, and now all of a sudden, whatever. Yeah, the Midnight Rider. I want to see Midnight Rider, yeah. So back from the video, Boyd said it's clear he's a hell of a guy, but then asked Bill how he knew that the Midnight Rider was after Akbar. Yes. Yeah. So there's a there's a clue there. So what said that everyone knows Akbar, everyone in the world knows Akbar, and he's just got a feeling the Midnight Rider is coming in to settle things with Akbar once and for all. Um, so first up, in ring, the Fantastics versus Pat Rose and Jerry Gray. The usual long Fantastics entrance, and there was even a guy holding up a baby in the front row here. I'm not sure that baby wanted to be there. Um, the Fantastics were in a deep blue with their usual cut-off towels, new colour for them, which looked good. What said that recently these guys had thrilled his heart when they got into it with superstar Bill Dundee and Dutch Mattel. What's even referred, this is what we talked about last week, so what's even referred to occasional boos from the gentlemen in the crowd for these guys who don't like how good-looking they are and how much oh, the girls yes, like yes, them. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, now you said it. Yeah, so what's his comment? Because I was just going to say as a side, I, there, I noticed there was a couple of blokes who were sitting down, um, sort of looking like they were macho. These guys are sitting there, trying to act hard, tucking into their popcorn. Can't wait for that. You know when you think... Come on, mate. They're just walking around the ring. Your missus has obviously walked off. You know, grow up. Because <laughs> me and you have said this many times. You've got to be able to appreciate a good-looking man when you see one, haven't you? Of course you have, yeah. And yeah. let's look at these two guys. They are something else, aren't they? They are, they are. They really are, yeah. They I mean, I think, really I think I, re- I always remember that there was a qu- – you are Stuart, and that's just such a random thing to remember. But you are Stuart a question – and this is months ago, maybe. And you asked him about, I think it was looks wise. It was it was out of the Rock and Roll Express, and it might have been the Midnight Express or something like that. Okay, yeah. And I think it was like you know, it, was it them? It, and, and like who's better? And you, you know, you both had a chat about it. These two just blitz everyone out of the water. Yeah, let me just clarify. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh... I mean. I think Rogers I'm going over the top Rogers here. Is the one, I'm doing yeah. the opposite of trying to. I'm doing the opposite of these blokes in the front row looking cop, popcorn. But I mean, 
you know, it just it just makes me laugh. I was like, no. No, no, no! I'm not, I'm not getting up. I'm not getting up. These are superstars. <laughs> give them a high five. Yeah, I so agree. When you, yeah. With the blokes that do stand up, yeah, they just give them a high five. Yeah, exactly. It's great. You don't yeah. have to kiss them. You don't have no, to no. kiss them. No, no, you don't you know. have to kiss them. But if I you... think we've all worked out that by the sounds of it, I probably would have. But you know, you know, <laughs> I might have been that baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny about them. What year were you born? No, but you're more likely to be the baby. Oh, okay, I, born, well, I was four then. I know I was uh, three, coming up four. Um, so yes, they said that, sorry, I was going to talk about what's commentary is so different, what we've been used to for weeks with Jim Ross and Boyd. And it's kind of a welcome change in that I, I like, obviously Jim and I love Joel. Um, but it's kind of like a change as good as a rest. And I think this does freshen up the presentation a bit. Um, that said, Bill Watts did have a mid-match meltdown where he couldn't get anyone's name right. Um, the Fantastics won this with a body slam and second, row, second rope splash combo in 320. Thought this was decent while it lasted. What do you think of this one? Yeah, I thought um, Rose and Gray looked really good. Yeah. Um, Gray being in blue shorts was really irritating. That must have annoyed you. Uh, Gray was, was wearing blue shorts, which... Well, Gray was wearing blue shorts, the same as. The oh Fantastics. yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah. yeah. Killing me that they look really good. Um, now, this the one thing that did, um, I thought was a bit strange is we have just listened to how Boyd won Commentator of the Year. Yeah. Do you remember hearing Boyd talk during that match? No, he doesn't talk, does he? Does Boyd talk at all during this whole show? Really? Not really. Bill, mate, you've got the commentator of the year next to you. He didn't let him speak. He didn't <laughs> say a word. I couldn't believe it. I was like, he's still not talking. He, st- he didn't say anything. Um, I mean, it was a good match. I mean, <laughs> Bill did say they won the match with some legal teamwork, which is never an exciting phrase to uh, encapsulate no. a good ending to a match. But um, no, it was decent. But yeah, the, you know, again, I thought I thought that what we would back as the enhancement looked pretty good. Yeah, indeed. Uh, back from break, we've got the bounty match with one man gang versus Hacksaw Jim Duggan. What's explained that in a bounty match, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really make any difference about winning or losing, but someone has to be basically someone's been paid to be in there to hurt somebody. Um, how old do you think the one man gang was here? Uh, 30 25 shocking um, this wasn't all that nice in the eye and ended with a DQ um, when Akbar interfered um, Gang then attacked Duggan with a chain until Duggan fought out of it ended up getting both Gang and Akbar with a chain to the cheers of the crowd um, I didn't like this very much what did you think of this? okay so I've got a few notes in this one actually um, so the one man Gang got his do you know how he got his name? I do not. He turned up for a Mid-South show or a show and Bill Watts said, this man is like a one-man gang. Okay. So it's just one of the... So he stopped using his own yeah. He stopped using his own name, used that, changed it when Slick in WWE decided that he was from Africa. Yeah. Um, and went back to his roots, which he became Akeem, right? Akeem, yes. Um, one-man gang, this is really weird. So one-man gang in WWE was only the one-man gang for his first year which was 87, I think I read, 87, 88. However, for me, he's one of my early memories. because oh, really? Yeah. Because of the VHS situation. So I started getting into wrestling as a kid and then start asking for WWF stuff as gifts, if you know what I mean. Hmm. 
And I think I got, you know, I think what would happen was people would go to car boot sales, etc., grandparents and stuff, and buy VHSs. And obviously, you wouldn't get the most recent one. And as a result, I remember growing up watching VHSs of the One Man Gang. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which, for those of you, again, patron, it was special that we spoke about last week, but my Patreon. name on this video chat. Mid, Mid-South Moments, uh, we're doing the best the, of the one-man gang this month. 18 matches, yeah, his best yeah. 18 matches of his career. Yeah, yeah. Even the ones before he was called the one-man gang when he was just called John Smith. Yeah. Um, my, my, my name on this video call is One Man Dan. So, mm. you know, new Twitter handle there, maybe. Um, right. Um, but anyway, so just ironically, though, he was, uh, he was it just, do you know what? It just brought back memories. You know I mean? Just like, I wasn't obviously I'd never seen him in Mid South, so I was like, oh my gosh! Like, I knew who it was straight. Like as soon as he was someone, oh my god, it's someone man going, unbelievable! Yeah. And I always remember as a kid him having the skull and crossbones tattoo. Yeah, yeah. But which Bill said, he got two skull and crossbones tattoos on his head. That shows how he feels. And I was like, <laughs> what does that? What does that mean then? What, what do you mean? What do you mean? That's how he feels. That's how he feels. What does a skull and crossbones say? How you feeling, mate? Skull and crossbones today. What's that mean? He feels like death. I don't understand. <laughs> um, then Bill went on to, to do some political chat always, halfway through, always, which I just that. put leave it out, Bill. Yeah, quite good. Um, that was bad, actually. I skipped all over that. Yeah, um, he talked about Puerto Rico, didn't he? I think that's right, that Puerto that Rico. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One man gang on his trunks though had the word moon. Yeah, I saw that. I wonder what I that was. Couldn't yeah. work that out. Um, but you know, if anyone pays the subscription and patron. I will bother to look that up. Um, what um, what I did what I did like in this one is Jim Duggan. You know what? This man, this guy. We mentioned last week that he rocked up for a minute match, and you're like, give the guy a week off. This week, this fella, right? In recent months, he's had his eye burn. He's been whipped with that uh, shoe baby. Well, not shoe baby with um, Akbar's whip today. Yeah. And in this match, he's hanged. With a chain, yeah, ten foot chain. They said generous, ten foot chain, right? Poor bloke. But I tell you what, I really liked. I liked how he reversed it, got onto the top turnbuckle, and just completely changed the momentum. Yeah, I love that. I thought it was brilliant. Um, I quite enjoyed this. Okay, uh, fair but enough. Again, I think I was, I was I was a bit nostalgic about the one yeah. man gang and the fact that, like, when I say you know you got to remember these things. These are VHSs I was bought probably when I was five, six, seven years old. That I probably then once. I started getting sky. These were probably banished to the back of the yeah. cupboard. So for me, this is the first time, you know, it just gave me a bit of nostalgia about one man gang, which go, I wasn't his biggest fan. It was just, <laughs> sounds like you were, you know, just made me go, oh my, yeah, I know it does. Didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't mind this. And yeah, fair play to Duggan again. Back from the break, what's through to Roberts and the Barbarian in the ring who are out there with the tag team champions and the challengers. Robert said he'd been out there two or three times asking for the same thing. He's getting tired of coming down there. He pre- previously asked the tag team titles to be put up on television, but didn't get his request granted and then talked about what had happened with a special guest, special guest referee in the Dome. Williams told him to get to the back of the line and Robert said all he wants is one opportunity on TV one time. Williams' partner then agreed to a title match the following week on television and Robert said his word wasn't good enough and he had to sign something. What do you make of this before we get into the watch-along section of the show and also the match? First and foremost, I was a bit like, Jake, last week you're rocking up wanting a, a TV title match for your mate. Now you want a tag title. What do you want, mate? <laughs> like, that's two weeks running. What angle is he going for? <laughs> I yeah, was like, it's weird, isn't it? He walked in the ring last week asking for this title match, the Barbarian or whatever. 
And then now he's in the ring. I thought, what's he going to ask? And he's asking for, what's he doing? He's just asking for different title matches. Yeah. Um, interestingly, so he's, so I think Bruiser Bob said, um, we beat you at the Superdome. Get to the back of the line. I couldn't agree more with that. <laughs> yeah, well, that is a fair point, actually, to be fair. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't agree more with that. That is one of my, that is up there, top five pet hates. Yeah, which is re- well, that's I know a, that's it might a bit be big WWEism. That is in terms of yeah. Uh, yeah. I know it might be rubbish, but you have your title shot. If you lose and you're not the champion, see you later. You had your go. You know, for me again, like AEW wise, if you've decided to accept a title match on Dynamite, then you're the Wally because you know you're not going to. The likelihood, the chance of you winning that will be ten percent max. Yeah. Right. Don't then start trying to do it else again. Like you're only going to win a, a title, and particularly on AW, I would say majority of the time, the main, like the, the tag and the and the the, the AW World Championship on a pay per view. So if you rock up to a, you know, dynamite and then lose and then want to want to carry it on, nah, sorry, nah, it's over. You, yeah, you missed your chance. So I agree with you there, Bruiser Bob. <laughs> Just an asterisk. Don't That's agree the... with you on everything. No, again, no, we don't. Um, also, can I just clarify, this guy, Bruce Bob, is, okay, he's been given power of attorney by Ted DiBiase. He's using it, isn't he? Well, he is, yeah. He's the one, he's calling the shots here. Hang on it's a minute, mate. You're, down just, a bit, I you're think. just standing. You're the, you should just be grateful you're there. It's a bit like new, new See, person at work talking interest, too much. Have interest, yeah, but have interest. Does he go, does he go down then, in his accomplishments, does he go down as a tag team champion. No, no, it's just sub. So they, they, they had done this in, in other places previously where someone's in, ah, they right. just sub someone in. So yeah, that's not, so. That, that doesn't, so he won't have that in his no. accomplishments. No. Or he'll have an asterisk at least. Yeah. Right. If anyone, you know, some perhaps some of our future Patreon listeners want to follow along with us, we are... On the YouTube video, 1985-0829. This is episode 312 of Mid-South Wrestling. Um, and we're I'm basically clicking play at 2038. If you sign up to the Patreon, we'll actually just post the link. Yeah. So we absolutely bonus. will. So what we got here? We got Wendell Cooley and Al Perez versus um Dr. Death and um I Bob. think it's worth noting here that they mentioned, um, to, as we just said, I've, I've actually said, they mentioned that after Jake Roberts is, I don't know if you said to Steve, but um, they promised him next week they will give him a title shot. Yes. Yeah. Which, this is one of my biggest annoyances. Like, why would you, this is, this match is for the titles. You've just yeah. promised a tag team, a title match for next week um I, when i used to watch at wwe they never really did this but aew do it where they do you know there's a feud going on and in the interim the champion will defend his title against someone and you're just like what's the point of that yeah like yeah you're selling tickets for a future show here um you know this is this is just next week so it's a bit different right but you know aew will be selling tickets for a pay-per-view based on this match and then they were like oh in the interim we're going to give so and so a title shot what's the point yeah I know I, you I mean I like, just keep I it active people things yeah like like it, it, when he's gone in there Bruiser Bob and promised a, a title shot 
fine. But then this match shouldn't be a title match. Well, I feel like you should say you got someone else in that narrative. Perhaps Boyd Pierce is the one in that role, and he was in there. And he was it Boyd? I think Boyd was in there. And he's to say, well, obviously you got to get past these guys first. So that I think that, yeah, yeah, you just they, need to add but they that didn't do of... that here, did they? They just sort of went straight into it. Um, no. it's just very, it's just very annoying. I say, you know. <sighs> yeah, I just don't. I just don't know. That oh my but, um, god, these guys! Oh my god, this is yeah, unbelievable. You, I mean, you can commentate what you've just seen here. I mean, and, as I said, I, we said I like. I was saying I, I was starting to like Perez, and, and and we said we like Cooley before. Yeah, um, and then he sort of got moved to enhancement. You I mean, could describe the move we just watched there. Which these two are the nuts, mate. Yeah, Cooley started in there with with Williams. This is going to break. I'm really surprised by that. So we're going straight to breaks. This is obviously going to be a long match. I mean, basically, um, Steve Williams tried to backdrop. Um, I think it was Cooley. And then Perez stood behind him, basically caught him, flipped him over, and then, then drop kicked Williams right in the face. Like a, like a, not a traditional drop kick either. Like a, like a jumping two-footed, more of a kind of, um, you know, late 90s, early 2000s sort of cruiserweight style drop kick, I'd say. Um, um, we can't really hear the commentary there, just FYI, but they actually say there, by the way, that... Um, yeah, anything you've got on commentary because you've watched this, do do throw it in, yeah. Well, they just say that they're going to... The equivalent of... They said, oh, we, we have to stop for a commercial commitment, but we will keep this running, i.e., but with no commentary. So the original picture-in-picture... Oh, so the, did, did the next bit have no commentary then? We, no, no, no. So this has got commentary, but we cut to break. Yeah. But Bill Watt says um, that, that 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 this will continue, like alongside the commentary. I, I assume if you're in Oklahoma or, you know, we have, we haven't got that. He, he sort of alludes to that. Maybe something for to have a, have a, have yeah, a I don't know. Yeah, I don't about. know. That is he alludes that is weird. to the fact that you can still what that this is still happening and visible why it's gone to commercial i want i think uh, we yeah, it's weird that, perhaps but, that's weird weird but, mate, but, but you got remember because when it cut to no but when it cut to the commercial yeah we don't see the commercials do we for all we know when the commercial was on it might have been in the top left corner we don't um, know do we because we don't see i would think corner. unlikely but it's possible i suppose it's what yeah, he it's says yeah. yeah it's possible um the other the other thing in this that again i'm not i'm not like you would recording all the commentary and obviously I didn't know that we were going to be doing watch long but Boyd says a strap line here that I think is superb he says mid-south money prestige power and titles nice that's a t-shirt right there what a strap line that is yeah what is it money prestige power and titles power and titles wow how good is that? Yeah, really, really good. And I tell you what, this match is pretty good as well because the team of Perez and um, Cooley are really good. I'm glad that Cooley's been put with him because he, I think he's looked really, really fantastic so far. He was the one that got the match. I think he was the one that got the match with Ric Flair when he he, he had that match on uh, on TV, which well, is we, really, really good. When I was on last month, I think we said about Cooley, like, I think two months before that, I was going, oh, this guy's quite good. And then yeah. I think within the space of four weeks, we went, oh, he's enhancement talent. Yeah, I, um, they're funny with some of the people they choose, like Tommy Pritchard's like that. Speaking of television, as we go off on a tangent, as I don't know how long this match is going to last, what TV are you watching at the moment? And I, I'm aware this is 10 days out of date, we're having this conversation, so it might be something good and uh, new that you're watching by that point. What am I watching? Do you know what? Nothing, really. Re Do you know what I actually, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I'm watching. Keep everyone, keep it uh, global. I never watched Lost. 
when it was oh really festival. yeah i didn't either so i've decided to watch it and i'm on season six which is the final season now it's took me a long time because it's, it's as it's peaks and troughs the irony of watching lost is from what i understand it's no that and dexter which i watched in lockdown as well oh dexter's uh, great apart from the ending yeah Spoiler correct and it's I, coming back I, though I isn't it yeah because the guy that played dexter was so horrified by the ending and the reception yeah. These were bad. But I understand that Lost is up there with the most disappointed endings ever. Oh, really? Okay. And I, but the weird, what's that thing, you know, when you're just like, that's making me want to watch this last season even more. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what, what, what kicked off. Cause it, it, I mean, it was a phenomenon, wasn't it? Everyone. Yeah. Everyone, everyone was going, I remember it. my mates, cause it was, cause back then it was like, I never watched it now. You didn't really. I don't. I think that was pre. If I had to guess, Lost was like two thousand and four, maybe. Um, it was pre, like no one had really Sky Plus and stuff then, did they? Like people yeah, watched stuff right. at the time that it was on, didn't they? That's if, right. If, yeah, yeah. If Sky Plus was a thing, it was. It was very, very in its infancy. So I remember my mates. We, I tell you what. Before the days, it ran of from watch- two thousand and four to two thousand and ten. There yeah. you go. And Bang I started watching it because it's it's filmed in Oahu, which is where I had my honeymoon. Ah, okay, interesting. Uh, which is a, a one it's it's that's Hawaii, but it's the island they call it the honeymoon island because you can only access seventy five percent of it. It's very secluded. There's nothing that there's one road that everything comes off of. Um so it makes sense. So yeah. But yeah, I, I I'm not recommending that by the way. I'm just I'm just saying that's what I'm watching. I'm doing it more of a trying to watch it. And the other thing I'm watching is I watch Sons of Anarchy. Okay, I've never watched that either. And Mayans MC was a sort of a follow-up. Okay, yeah. To it. And uh, the BBC put it on their iPlayer, player, so it's only got three seasons. I'm on the third one of that as well. When you um, um so, pre WhatsApp days, how would you and your let's say you're, you and your mates were like organising a big night out? How would you do it? Would it be like a text go round? Or I'm mean, even group text weren't a thing back then. But like, how would no, you do it? Te- it would be a text. Yeah. Um, but when we were at sort of sixth form. So we'll see which when you know. Oh, double break! Clarify into here. So I was going to say this yeah. was to be honest. Just clarify everyone. After the money, prestige, power, titles comment, my next comment was second commercial break. Yeah, you've missed literally. You've not missed any. It's been really good. It's missed, been really good. This is this is good, match, but it's a bit of a it's a it's a, it's a gru- it's grueling. Yeah, it's grueling. Like it's a slobber knocker. Mm. Uh, but yeah. Um, no, we would text, but my house was the place to meet. So it'd be fairly easy for me because it would just be on a, say, Thursday or Friday, you'd finish sixth form and then come to my house. Yeah. So, so and, I and remember. Obviously, you know my dad very well, so you can imagine he, he absolutely loved it. Yeah, I bet he did. Having yeah. all the lads around. Yeah, yeah. So so I remember, but yeah. like, we, we would, uh, this lost thing, which made me think about it, we we um, we didn't do it until fairly recently, but didn't really use this for this. But our old fantasy football league between us all, um, you used to have a message board and like back in the day if we were having a night out like, everyone was in that like, I was like 15 or 16 managers be like right we're going out in Croydon to, or, like Saturday week or whatever and I remember my mates on that message but like it would be all day you'd be at work refreshing this message board someone some sort of banter on there like whatsapp groups are now I remember mean, a few of my mates talking about how incredible loss was on that and like, that's what I thought about the kind of date yeah, yeah it's just mad how things move on yeah this this match has been going on now for nearly te- it's getting on it'll be 10 minutes in 20 seconds time it doesn't yeah. appear to so be it's any it's a title match it's a 15 minute time limit so it's gone to two commercial breaks so just you know if i had to try and do your job all i would say is very evenly matched 
not yeah. high flying, just just wrestling. Yeah, just yeah? wrestling. Just, it's just wrestling. So look, um, at the moment, um, Williams is grinding down. I think Cooley. There is Cooley. Perez on the outside. Uh, Cooley, yeah. See, yeah. I remember on this bit. I didn't make a note of this, but just remember that Bill Watts was trying to explain that that move there, the front face so lock, uh, yeah front face lock he was talking about that like it was the crippler cross face i tell you oh, he was really? saying about how do we have to say do we have to say your... crippler cross face sorry sorry i mean sorry, of all the sorry, people sorry. you could have St- chosen crikey stf or something yeah but that's like, fine it, yeah he was just saying that you know he's on you've got the whole body weight on the neck and all of this and actually when he said that i looked at it and went actually i sort of see what you mean i mean in this match i mean i think cooley and um cooley and perez look absolutely superb and yeah. also both wearing the same trunks, same outfit. But I must admit, when Dr. Death comes in, I do think he looks a little bit at the next level. Yeah, Williams is really good here. I, th- I think. Do you know like, what I mean? Like, you know, sometimes you can just tell when they're just that slightly bit... Like, well, they're just slightly better. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it was like, like him and Reagan and... Who was it last week? Was it Cooley as well last week? Um Anytime those three were in... Reagan thought, and Cooley, yeah. Yeah, I thought the match was... It seems yeah. just Cooley gets another per- chance, isn't it? But... Yeah, so it's yeah. That's one thing I would say. Perez and Cooley have just been sort of paired together. Yeah. Um, but I guess if they if they've said that they've got a tag title match against you know this up and coming tag team next week. But um, this Bob Bruce or Bob or whatever, I don't know. I mean, how, how old is he here? Forty five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's and he looks every bit of it as well, doesn't he? Every single bit of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was already annoying me, um, just because you know, I know the power of attorney, but that they mentioned about DiBiase, but you'd think he runs this tag team. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I briefly touched on it. It's a bit like if you're a new person at work, you just got to kind of chill out and just yeah. like listen, laugh at people's gags and just get like, yeah, get but not not be cutting promos and yeah, doing stand up comedy yeah. routines, just not really on. Um, as this you can is see really it, like, interesting. You, you, you describe it better than me, but it's like it's a proper grueling wrestling match, isn't it? I don't know. You you, you describe it better. Yeah, me, but... it is. I mean, this is um, this is this is really unique for Midtown. I can't remember a two advert break match. And you and you reckon this is fifteen minutes time limit here? I think they said or was that, that TV titles fifteen. Oh, do you know what? This was TV time remaining. Oh, was it? Okay, uh, it so... sounds ridiculous. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it definitely was. And I'll cut right, to that right, in a minute. Right. It was yeah. definitely. TV time remaining because they, they said that which, um, interestingly I mean, which if you well have a look there's still this. a long time left aren't there yeah there is there is as, um, yeah, yeah. So well, that's a that, good yeah. really good clothesline on um, on Williams there and took that really well Cooley's just class I don't really know what happened Cooley's to him. just I, massively stepped up right yeah I'm going to let you I'm going to let you commentate on the rest of this okay so this is this is the finish so we've got on the outside um, Bob Bruiser Bob is it Bruiser Bob it is Bruiser Bob isn't it we've got two Bob. bruisers on this Elbowing Cooley in the in the larynx, the the area of the body that Ricky Steamboat injured in the lead up to his match with uh, Randy Savage Ross Twenty Three. You can hear more facts like that on patreon.com forward slash mid south moments. <laughs> um, so he's in the corner. Am I going to commentate? Is this going to be over quickly, or am I going to re- lose no, my no, voice? No, no, it's a, a while. Well. No, no, no. Keep keep talking about it. Just, okay, just... so Williams little snapmare again. I'm only I'm only rem- trying to remember you see here. So, okay, snapmare by Williams. Quite good justice when you talk for a two count, uh, and Cooley is kicked out. He's looking a bit worn out, and uh, Williams Willi- is, going Williams the body is now slam. sort of starting to boss it a little bit, isn't he? But but I would say it's been a fairly even match, right? When you say 
Oh, definitely. And Williams has missed a big elbow off the ropes. Perez is clapping. Are we going to get a big hot tag here? Big hot tag. He's just about made the tag and Sweeten's in there. And Perez is a house of fire, raining punches down on both men. He is absolutely having it. Perez hasn't been tagged in, has he? He's not been tagged in. Oh, he has been tagged in. Did he get him or not? I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah, he got him. He he tagged then, definitely, didn't he? but 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 both oh! both two in the ring. But now Perez is now German suplex. Yeah, on Williams, a visionary pin. But the ref there. was distracted. The ref was distracted, and, Bo- and Bob Sweeten booted him in the gut, and that ended that pinning attempt. But Bob Sweeten's been drop kicked into the corner, and he's down. He is down. But Williams has smashed Cooley into the corner. This is this is pretty good. This match actually isn't it? It's I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. So Doctor so, Death, uh, I think uh, Doctor Death and Perez are legal men right now. Yes, think, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The referee needs to get... But um, the ref's losing. The ref's going all Rick Knox on us here. And Perez just smashed Williams with a big flying forearm here. They need to get Bob out of there. I want to see a title change here. Get Bob out of there. Get him out of there. And Williams has got... Is here that, go. is that like Perez? Stampede. He went for the stampede, but um, it's really difficult to tell Perez and, and Cooley apart. We've got, a, we've got a German suplex here. And that's a three. And we've got new... Ta- hey! we got new Champions. <laughs> I can't believe it. What a match. I was was off my seat. In 15 minutes. And what is it? 15 minutes and 15 seconds. 15 minutes and 15 seconds allowing for the breaks. We've got new Mid-South Tag Team Champions. Let's listen to this. Yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> I expected Bill Watts to be going mad, but Boyd Pierce is. Uh... I mean, it's worth. And I'm sure anyone on the watch line wouldn't mind us just we rewound slightly and heard the end commentary. Yeah, let's it do that. Might be worth just rewinding a little yeah, bit. Let's just do listen that. to the end commentary of this. Let's do that. Is this the end? Yeah, this is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's confused out there. He hit him again. One, two, three. He's a legal man. The crowd erupts. They won the title. Al Perez and that better get back to play. They won the Mid-South Tag Team title. They won the title. It's really great. They're hugging on the outside. This is such, this is really, 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 really good. I'm so pleased that we did this like this. I didn't watch this. I'm really pleased. I had no idea this is happening. Moments watching this show. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. I'm interesting that Williams took the fall there as the, as the kind of... I know. The, the, the man, I the, the proper champion. Yeah. Really interesting. I wonder if that's going to lead to something with Diviossi down the line. But that was... That was class. That was really good. Yeah, up yours, Bob. Piss off. Um, so yeah, what a match! What a match! I mean, that has got to be up there in, in some of the best ma- best TV matches I've seen on the show. That was really, I'll, really good. Every really so good. often, you'll watch something, and you know, you get off your seat or whatever, and usually it's football or something like that. And I was up. Yeah, that was great. I couldn't believe. It. I was so happy. Now, just if you could just, um, I was gonna, just going to jump in quickly. We're at thirty-seven oh one oh two. We've skipped forward now to the start of um, Hacksaw Butchery versus the Nightmare. Sorry, Dan, go on. So just to clarify here, anyone that skips to there, you've not missed any entrances. And the reason you've not missed any entrances there is twofold. Number one, 
you got me. The last match they said was TV title remaining. So this is a filler match. This match is also for the TV title. Mm. It's a filler match, but they've put the title on the line. Okay. But just to clarify, there was no entrance music because Bill says that this went straight to the match from the fan feedback. The letters have said that they want more wrestling oh, and less entrances. Is that any ironic that I spent this, that I spent the last two weeks talking about how they're revolutionary and what they've done. And actually that goes against what ended up being because wrestling entrances, I would say is a massive, yeah, massive part of wrestling. Yeah. I agree. Huge. I mean, we're talking, you know, the fact you've got all these WWE albums and you've got, you know, people will know people's entrances more than they'll know if they're any good at wrestling. But apparently the Mid-South fans wanted more wrestling, less entrances. So that's why it went straight to this. That's really interesting. That I, I wonder if the Fantastics entrance has got anything to do with that. Because obviously they take their they take their time, don't they? So I wonder if that is, is something yeah. to do with it. So um, he mentions in this match, by the way, that Dick Murdoch is now the North American champion. Yeah, Dick Murdoch beat um, this guy. Nightmare, didn't he? Yeah. To me. Yeah. Yes. In the Superdome. Um, and then he also... They also... I only made a few commentary here, but... Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it. So there's one bit and Bill says, will Ric Flair, so he's saying about Ric Flair, about Butch, Ric Flair's got the thing with Butch Reed, obviously, as he's already discussed. And then, mm. But he said, Dick Murdoch is now the number one contender because he's a North American champion. To the and NWA says, world title, yeah. Yeah, and he said, and Bill says, will Ric Flair get Butch and Dick together? To which I've just put, calm down, Bill. <laughs> I'm not sure Ric Flair wants to get Butch and Dick together. But, um, his commentary on Butch, which we're not listening to, but I think we all know, it can be quite tough, can't it? Because it's just so, so over the top, isn't it, about how good he is? Yeah. When Bill's yeah. on commentary and Butch he is He puts like, over his baby faces, definitely. Yeah. But, it, I mean, in this one, it's, it's quite pain, painful. <laughs> it's like constantly reminding you of all of his, you know... Yeah, I suppose Butch has not been around this. too much. This is decent as well. I mean, Butch Reed was quite was was off. Uh, you know, um, can't think of the right adjective, uh, but he was he was quite a fast start here, um, and he's raining punches down the nightmare a, now. Remember, this is a filler match. I mean, it's for a title, but it's still a filler match. Yeah, it's uh, weird, isn't match, it? Um, and it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. Um, I Butch Reed, think... I mean, I know, as I say, Bill puts him over a lot, but he, I think he's quite good. I do think he's good. Yeah, he's a, he's a fantastic yeah. athlete. I think, unfortunately, by this point, um, uh, sorry, there's a big loud noise in the background there. I don't know what the cats are doing, so probably fighting What, what you missed there. there is, is Humperdinck has filled, uh, has filled, the, filled the mask. With oh, a, the loaded mask. I don't, I'm not a big yeah, fan of which, that gimmick. What do you think is in there? Well, surely if you put something in your right next to your face and headbutt someone with it, it's going to smash right, into yeah. your own face as Just well. Just clarify, he then he then headbutts Butch Reed, but this is Butch Reed we're talking about here. Yeah? So Butch Reed knows sells it. This is superhuman. This guy, look, he's struggling a little bit. But hang on a minute, he's thinking. Load your load your hat up punches the mask where the yeah, mask I'm not is. sure that's a great idea. Um, what I was going to say is I think Butch is still very good at this point. Um, obviously, we're not seeing like super long matches. He's just hit a great um, body block here. This might be it, actually. 
and three is beating a nightmare. Um, Clarify there, he, nightmare. He he survives the loaded mask. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And, and then still beats him, which I think is added more to his sort of. You know, this guy's good. And Reed's now trying to take the mask off. Um, Reed had pretty significant knee issues by this point, but went on for a long time afterwards. But I think his peak, his peak athletic performances were probably a little bit before this. That might be a bit harsh, and and other people will be able to judge him better than I can. Um, but have we got really got another match? Jake the Snake mm-hmm. Roberts versus Levinsky and Clark. Who are Levinsky and Clark? Yeah, the Snake. Um, yeah, I'd imagine that's going to be a that's going to be a squash. One of my cats has walked into the room and is looking very, very sort of suspicious in in causing that loud bang. I don't know exactly what that was. You'll hear more about my cats and more about Dan's dog oh, oh. at patreon.com forward slash mid-south moments. What, what, so, my well-behaved dog. Yeah. So look, if you notice, come back from break and what's happened? Yeah, we got um, straight, to the straight in the ring. And you know what they've how- done, Axe? That's what the fans want. That is because Phil and Terry sent so many letters in <laughs> saying they were sick and tired of watching the Fantastics, you know, nick all the women of the local area that, yeah. they, that they wanted it to go straight. Because I can only assume that, you know, um, I'm sure them to. I mean, could we just talk about uh, Wayne Levinsky and Larry? Oh, <laughs> did they you see that like two men. Yeah, they look like two blokes that have come out of an accounts department. That is an awful pin from Jake. Jake Bill, Bill well. claims, Bill claimed in the commentary that that is the quickest mid south match. The, there's a guy. One of them has got a vest, a black vest on. The other one, um, I'm going to turn this up. Uh, you, you can do. You don't really need to. Oh, really? Okay. There's not nothing to say because it's been at least 20 minutes since we showed a video about who. Oh, is this the Midnight Rider again? Is it the same? The same video. The same. Oh, okay, well, we're not going to bother watching yeah. that. Um, He's got Roberts. one more silver dollar. Oh, has he? It is. Yeah. It is just. It was a great video. What? I, do you know what? This was a tremendous, tremendous episode of Mid South. Um, just, I, I thought this was really, really good. The Midnight Rider video was excellent. That's one of the best TV matches I've seen in the in the history of me watching this promotion, coming up to 100 episodes. Um, I thought this was great. What did you think of the August 31st episode of Mid-South Wrestling as we see Midnight Rider in the background? I, yeah, I mean, I love this. I mean, it was, look, last week, as I said, I think there were seven matches, wrestling heavy. However, six of them were, were squash matches, right? Yeah. Which is why there were seven. So you had some good little bits and a bit funny. For me, I mean, you had, you, you, you had your, you had your homage to, to Boyd at the start, winning his wrestling commentary of the year, which, well, we're laughing about it, but still pretty, pretty, some pretty good achievement, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you've got, you've now got your Midnight Rider new video, which uh, you know is brilliant. You got, you got your Fantastics, but I mean, and for me, one man gang, who you know, he is not my favourite, but, but that tag title match, it was, it was a wrestling match. It wasn't high flying. It wasn't. A, it was a proper wrestling match. But what I loved about it the most is that they both looked really good. Um, Cooley and uh, Cooley and Perez. And all I kept thinking was, oh, this is so frustrating because, so I'll give you an example. I've just watched AEW from, which will now be about three weeks ago, let's say two weeks ago. And Jurassic Express take on the Young Bucks and they do brilliantly against them. But the whole time I'm like, you're not going to win this because it's not, a main event or it's not a you know pay-per-view and i'm and i'm looking at youtube clip there's still 10 minutes left or whatever 
you know so i'm watching these guys going you're you're now what we've decided is probably enhancement talent taking on the top boys who have just promised a title match to another team everything says that this is going to be either a squash or a oh look they were pushed to the limits but obviously they still won so when they performed like they did and then won it it literally threw me yeah completely i just never I said, maybe it's because I've, you know, I'm used to now like modern wrestling. You just wouldn't lose your belt, you know, on a, on a, on a house show generally. Right. But the fact that, you know, these guys had promised matches, they're dictating their future. And then these two blokes that we've just said, we've said over the last X amount of weeks or months are enhancements had just rocked up and deservedly so. 100%. Yeah. Beat them. I just think it was just made it for me. And then, and then even the two, filler matches they filled it with a tv title match and i know we're laughing uh, the jake the snake match i said bill's calling it the quickest match ever but it's just adding more to the they, actually uh, just on that actually one of the commentary lines that, that um, boyd says in that is that his view and i missed this story is the reason that ended so quick is they are so angry that they now haven't got their title shot next week. Yes. Which yeah. again, I was like, that is a great bit of commentary. Yeah. Commentator of the year, obviously. But it is a great bit of commentary because it's it's showing why they've squashed them so quickly. And uh, yeah, it's just a great show. Just it was the, really, know, really good. I've been down on this promotion the last it. couple of weeks. This is I highly, highly recommend. Yeah, you know, I want to. I'm, I'll tweet about this next week in terms before before the review. But this is a superb episode. Um, Dan, thank you very much for being on the show. We will be back. I guess we'll be back with Saturday night's main event at some point after this is aired and we're back with yeah. our potential yeah. swan song of this month in wrestling history for now. Um, yeah. With SummerSlam 1991 coming up at some point, probably early September. So we've got a couple, couple of things coming up. Where can people find you uh, on, obviously other than patreon.com forward slash myself. Oh, you nicked it. I was going to do that. Yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> at Dan PFFC. Unless, unless I change, if I change my handle to one man, Dan, then uh then then I'll, I'll I'll ask Steve to change it, but uh, for for the time being, that Dan PFFC. Excellent, Dan. Thank you very much as ever. Thank you everyone for listening, and we shall speak to you all again very very soon. Yeah, this is Eric Watts, and for all you phenomenal wrestling fans and fans of this podcast, please do me a favor. If you're looking at uh, more information about Mid South Sports. Power Pro Wrestling, Universal Wrestling, go to universalwrestling.com and check out that website. It's a must-see.